Welcome to Hello Jelly. Brian here. And I'm Megan Miller, where we're having entertainingly honest conversations for not yet, almost, and newly marrieds. Last week on The Jelly, we talked about roommates and why and how you should be a good one. If you missed it, it's episode three on iTunes. It's called Refill the Brita. It's pretty good. I think you'll like it. And this week, episode four. We'll be talking about some money. Finances. Yeah. And how we're going to make you millionaires. And hopefully that will make us millionaires because we're so far from it. But before we get on to Millionaires and marriage. Okay. We are rich in love. Laid on the punchline. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You missed your window. We're talking about our dog first before we talk about money. We went to watch Brian's brother play basketball about an hour away last Thursday. We... We're kind of back and forth about having a friend come over and let Franklin out. And we, we just kind of were like, eh, whatever. He'll be fine or we won't be gone long. And we were gone long, 11 hours. We come home. You know, in my head, on the drive home, I am a ball of anxiety. Brian, I know, is not thinking anything about it. But I'm running through the scenarios like, Megan, it's going to be fine. Worst case scenario, he poops in the house. He ate some things. He'll be fine. It's not a big deal. And boy, was I wrong. (laughs) That dog busted into the guest room, ate about four packs of sunflower seeds. Six bags of sunflower seeds. And it scattered amongst the room in poop form. Like, it looked like a crime scene poop form. Like, I'm talking diarrhea, not just easy to pick up. I hope the owners of the apartments are not listening No, we're definitely not getting our pet feedback. Definitely. But... The first thing Brian does is start banishing Franklin to the animal shelter. And I'm thinking, what is he going to do when we have kids? Because this is a puppy. They're going to the animal shelter too. <laughs> I mean, am I the only one who thinks that? The minute things start getting rough, I just just sit there and wonder, what is he, how will he handle this? Because he's got another thing coming. But the true moral of the story is that we are hypocrites. Yes. We, one, were very quick to place blame. Oh my gosh. Well, I still kind of think it was Brian's fault because he left the sunflower seeds in the guest room, but... I will, we're I will moving gladly on. take the blame. <laughs> the second part is we did not communicate very we well. We did not. Not even in the least bit. I mean, we kind of did... But then we didn't. No. We we weren't we didn't tell each other how we truly felt about him being that long. We, we here that long. We didn't talk about our options. We didn't. We were lazy. It came back and bit us. It did. So, you know, we're figuring this out too and we're happy to have people to do it alongside. So we're getting right back to it. Episode four, finances. Money. And of all the things that we've talked about so far and probably will talk about, this is something that I think we are the least qualified to talk about. Yeah, we got to be honest. Yeah. it we're Our money situation is different because Brian makes money half the year and I've worked a few jobs and we just, it's hard to stay really black and white with it. There's right. a lot of gray for us. There is, but we're trying to figure it out with you guys. And we broke it down into two guiding principles that we use that I think are pretty effective for us. One is know what you have. And two is prioritize how you spend. Mm -hmm. Uh, Know what you have. I'm going to talk about that because I'm kind of the money stickler 
in the relationship. Every relationship has to have one, Bri, and I'm happy that it's you because I am kind of clueless. So I'm glad to take the responsibility. <laughs> know what you have. That's very important because you want that number to be higher than what you make. So how do you know what you have? You have to track what you're spending. And the way the how we do that is we pretty much use a credit card for everything we buy and then I'll check the credit card statement every other day to avoid identity theft. But then also <laughs> every 15 days I try to check to see um, if it's at a normal spending pattern where we can't afford it and it's not overspending. And it's good uh, to keep track on that because and you can communicate well throughout the month where you see perhaps you're getting to that number a little earlier than you normally do. You communicate that in some way. How can we change what we're doing these next couple of days to kind of even it out? So It's good to use the money savvy person in the relationship to your advantage just it helps you both stay on the same page and also no resentment needs to build up if i know i'm not good with money and brian is i'm gonna check in with him hey b i'm running the groceries where are where are we at are we good do i need to be should i get groceries for the week or maybe just for tonight are we getting paid tomorrow should i wait to do a big grocery stock then just keeping it an open line of communication and as you continue to track your things you'll develop your patterns and your habits and you'll know where you want to be at certain days of the month exactly um a real life example of this knowing what you have um, when we were engaged I was a little concerned. Okay, he had every right to be. It's embarrassing. And before you burn me, I will say it in my words, which I don't really have a lot of good words because it is embarrassing (laughs) altogether. I got an allowance when I was in college. My dad gave me enough for rent, gas, and some groceries. And he gave me strict instructions to use my own money for any extracurricular spending. Did I do that always? No, dad. I'm sorry. But I would just use that credit card until, honestly, it didn't work and it would get denied. And then I would know that I needed to use my own money. And I got busted doing this once in front of Brian. And oh my gosh, I thought he was going to have a heart attack. He looked at me and goes, Megan, that will never happen when we're married. So you better figure that out. And I wanted to cry a little bit, but knew I needed to mature. I, I just, I didn't ever really know exactly where I stood before I was about to spend money, which is not a good place to be. Yeah. And a lot of, a lot of couples use budgets. We don't actually use budgets because we, our, our income is up and down. Mm -hmm. So we've tried that and it's just been really difficult to track both ends of it instead of having a steady side. Right. But we, we decided to come up with our own little method. We just set priorities for what we want to spend. So this is a conversation that I think two, the two of you need to sit down and have. One person can't just come in guns blazing like, listen, the priorities for our money is going to be shopping. And that's that. So Brian and I sat down and decided that being generous is our number one priority. So what I mean by that is not kind of counting every cent when we're trying to treat our friends and family with our money. So 
we want to make sure we love to host. We love to buy dinner for people. We love to use the little bit of extra that we have to give. And we do that by planning. So, for instance, my brother is visiting. Um, Michael's here for the next five days. So we knew that in advance. And we both decided that whatever we need to do, we're going to make him feel welcome and we're going to make him feel loved. So that means no awkward glares when the check comes like, uh, it's $60. So I don't ever want Michael to feel like he has to whip out his credit card or make him feel like he can't get exactly what he needs because Brian and I haven't really talked about whether or not we are going to pay or we're not. So generosity is huge for us. So we put our best and our most money towards right. that. Yep. And the second priority we have is investing in ourselves, our careers, and our passions. If I'll just start with an example because I think it's the best way to describe it. Megan is wants to pursue a career in writing. She's a wonderful writer. Check her out, MeganMayMiller.com for her blog. <laughs> but she has a conference in August. She has a couple writing workshops that she's going to have to travel to, and paying for my domain, domain my... some of the even some of the stuff here on the podcast on the jelly requires some money to keep going, and these things are well worth our money, our resources, because they are pouring into our futures. They're pouring into our betterment of it's ourselves. It's an investment. It's an investment. Exactly. Straight. And it's also a tax write-off, a lot of it. <laughs> but um, that's not something that we will we'll, uh, think really, twice about spending, really. Exactly. Yeah. If it's if like we keep just really hammering it on. If it is a priority for the two of you, which you need to come up with those priorities on your own, maybe generosity and investing in yourself isn't that for you, find it and make sure you talk about it. And to finish it off here, what I really was talking about, about spending my credit card until it failed or you know getting what I wanted, it's really saying no to instant gratification. I love to say yes to Starbucks. I love to say yes to Panera. We... You know, as as women, it's most of the things that you do with your girlfriends are some social, let's go shopping, let's do this, let's do that. So just being aware and mindful of how this affects the two of you and your money. A little tidbit from me is I love to get my nails done and I love to get my eyebrows done. Let me rephrase that. I love to have my nails done. I couldn't afford manicures when we first got married, so I had to teach myself how to give a dang good manicure, and I must say I have nailed it. So, you know, figure out the ways that work for you to save here and there, and if when it came down to it, it was either between having really good eyebrows or having a gel manicure, and I just said, nope, can't do my eyebrows, so I'm going to learn to paint my nails, and I will have my standing appointment with Sue at the brow bar, and... I think, of course, there are times to splurge. Yes. But it is important to keep the future in mind when you spend. and Because uh, things can add up quickly. They can. And it's just important to think like that. <sighs> and a good tactic for me I use is guilt. Okay. You do not guilt me, but you say it say, in funny ways. You right. say it in funny ways. I'll just say, Megan, are you sure? I mean, do you really want to... Do you want to have a house when we get older? Which, whatever to that, because... We're going to have a house, but we'll it's see. it's funny, and but it's also, you know, kind of brings you back down to earth. Like, you know what? You're right. I probably don't need this new shirt, and I do want to have 
maybe we're going to have to buy a second car at one point and we did want to have cable i'm telling you we couldn't even afford cable when we first got married but when we moved into this new place we're like okay what are our priorities here what are we how are we going to spend this money that we're making we wanted cable we knew we were going to be home doing nothing a lot and we we're going to want watch some live tv so cable was something that we wanted so just talk about it yep so now that we're done talking about all the stressful or exciting, if you're weird, <laughs> things, I'm going to actually teach you something that you can actually put into practice and learn from. Oh, Lord. And this is the segment, Tidbits by Beaver. Tidbits by Beaver. Building the dam of knowledge that will protect you from all money struggles and all struggles in life. Wow. This week on Tidbits by Beaver, I have coined the term fire alarm. Pulling the fire alarm. Okay. You may have heard that term before, but the term you've heard is false. Oh. Pulling the fire alarm. Here's what happened. It actually happened this week. My grandparents were in town. Meg and I work from home. Oh, god. My grandma calls me. Speakerphone. We're at work. You know where this is going. She calls me 10 minutes away. I look at Megan. I'm in my pajamas. I have not brushed my teeth. I have not washed my face. I look like a nightmare. You've used up all your words and tidbits by the <laughs> I look at Megan, her face, bewilderment. She sprints to the room. I pull the fire alarm. What does that mean? Anything goes. All, all bets are off. All bets are off. Everyone is equal. Dogs, kids, women, men, anyone else. It's their turn to work. <laughs> you got to fluff the pillows you got a fake vacuum with your foot you gotta <laughs> turn the channel to animal planet or something like espn something ESPN. neutral 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 fold the blankets fold the blankets dishes hide them hide the dishes and that's a good point that is where you bring up the fire pit yes have a closet drawer drawer guest room patio with blinds <laughs> dumpster whatever throw anything and everything Utility that you closet. see into Just that dump it. to protect your vision, your the guest really vision, your appearance. Your appearance. <laughs> so it's either called the fire pit or I got it all together pit. Or yeah, fake it till you make fake it. Fake it till you make it. I mean, it. we love doing this, and we're so glad that you're here to listen. You can find us at hello.jelly on Instagram, where you can message us and give us any feedback, topics you want to hear. Maybe your funny stories, something that resonated with you, or even something you don't agree with. Maybe you have a good budget for us to try out. I don't know. Criticize us. Yeah. I dare you. (laughs) Um, We hope you have a great week, and thank you so much for listening. Slap some jelly on it.